here we are. Welcome to Truth Revival Ministry, where we speak the truth and the truth will set you free and it will ignite revival in your heart. Praise the Lord. Welcome. I want to speak German to you. Welcome to Honest Hour with Irene Malone and Mary Malone. And we are very excited to be back. And we are very excited to hear and listen what God has put on Irene's heart to talk about today. You can greet the people on YouTube and Facebook. Hello, everyone on YouTube and Facebook. It is I very exciting to be back on Honest Hour. And I'm excited to see what happens. Praise God. Okay. Did you ever all... I don't even see anybody right now. Four people are four people. Who are these four people? If you are our enemies, you can continue to watch and criticize and try to curse. It will not work because we are blessed. Hallelujah. By the Almighty God. Praise Jesus. This is Honest Hour with Irene and Mary Malone. So everybody who is watching on social media, please say hi, give us a thumbs up, or wave with a hand, or give us a heart. If you want to give us not a nice emoji, you can do that too. Just let us know. Nabria Hobson, welcome. Thank you, Nabria. I think you are a friend of Amanda. Skaggs, am I right? Amanda and Mark Skaggs, because she was on watching yesterday when we had Truth Talk, and she has a daughter. I know that. We prayed for her daughter yesterday. Yes, whoever is watching, let us know. Yes. So we can, yes, I was right, see? Praise God. Yes, please like and share. People will be blessed, parents will be blessed, children will be blessed, and people who don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, they can encounter him through this hour, honest hour. Yes, God is good. And before we're going to start, I let Irene pray. Praise the Lord. Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord, I thank you for this time that we have. I thank you for this time that we have on Honest Hour. The time that me and my mom can spend ministering on Truth or Bible. I thank you, Lord, that the words that come out of our mouth are not our words, but that are your words. I thank you, Lord, that it will speak to the people that are watching. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Can you pray also? I want to show them how I teach you. Um, what else can you pray when you preach? You want to teach and preach the message that they can receive. You have a lot of scripture memorized. And actually when you pray, you can pray out these scriptures. So what is the main goal when they watch us? They can watch us and not receive anything. So what can you pray that they receive something? God opens their hearts. Okay, do you know the scripture? No. You don't know? Yeah, you know. You've memorized the scripture yet? No. So how do you pray for people to receive? 
fade all the time. Open their hearts to receive. Who is receiving? Who who, who opens our eyes? God. Who? Holy Spirit. Yes. So it says in Ephesians, may the Holy Spirit grant us the spirit of wisdom and Revelation. Yes, revelation. Speak bold. Yes, spirit of wisdom and revelation to enlighten the minds. Uh, yes, the minds and the heart. Yes, because we can speak here and they can listen and not receive anything. It's not so much about us how we perform. It's about the Holy Spirit revealing. So we ask the Holy Spirit, may you open their eyes, may you open their hearts, may you open their ears, that they may receive what God wants them to know. Not what we think they need to know, but what God wants them to know. So you can pray over the word. Thank you, Father, for the word. Thank you, Father, that your word is a lamp unto our feet. And your word today will show us the path, will show us the people's path. Thank you, Father, for every child watching. Thank you, Father, for every parent watch, watching. We ask you to reveal wisdom into their hearts as they raise up their children in your ways. Praise the Lord. Amanda, welcome. So everybody watching, now or live or later, this is how you see very practically how our day looks like, how I teach immediately. Um, yes, that's just how it is. That's how we teach. Immediately, we let them do things, and then we see what we can add and teach them and raise them in the ways of the Lord. Praise God. Yes. Amen. Now, God filled the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Yes, that's very good. So the daughter got filled with the Holy Ghost. That's what it was. Praise God. She's doing great. Yes, hallelujah. How did she get filled with the Holy Ghost? Two days before. Two days before, okay. Praise the Lord. So she can pray in tongues. That's very important. Welcome, Stephanie. Yes, it's already late. It's 10, 10, 10 p.m. in Switzerland. But Stephanie is a hardworking woman. She stays up late and still works. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Everybody has a Bible. Everybody has a journal. A church, praise the Lord. A journal, a pen, and your Bible. That's what you need. Because we're going to study the Word and we write down what the Lord speaks. Harrying, go ahead. Okay. Praise God. So, the main... Thing for today is what it means to be trained up what it means to be trained up yes wow so in proverbs 22 6 okay i'm gonna ask immediately because people are watching and that's what i would think what it means say it again what it means to be trained up what it means to be trained up so who will be what what who do you address the children. Who are you talking to? The children. Okay, you have to speak it out. Okay. 
You have to know that when you prepare things, that's how you preach. You don't know who is watching. They didn't prepare the message. You prepared the message. So that's the title, but who do you want to address? Okay? Yeah. You're going to speak it. I want to address... I want to address the children today. What it means to be trained up. So for you watching, I didn't help her in anything. She has to prepare herself what the Lord gives on her heart. And then I come like you. I listen. And I, the only difference is that I have experience with teaching and preaching. And I know how to address things to people. So this is actually honest hour where she speaks to you, but also where she gets equipped while she's doing it. So you can watch that, and it helps also you as parent to teach your children how to prepare a message, how to teach, how to preach, how to make an altar call, and how to pray. Praise the Lord. Okay. So um, the main scripture for today is Proverbs 22, verse 6. Proverbs 22, verse 6. Yes. Praise the Lord. Proverbs 22, verse 6. And what translation do you teach or preach? Um, the New King James Version, but I would also like to hear it in the Amplified Classic. Okay. New King James Version? Yes. Is where Irene reads out. You can read okay. Proverbs 22. It says... Um, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. What does it say in the... Is it the same thing? No. Okay. Train up a child in the way he should go, and in keeping with his individual gift or bent, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. So. Yes. What does training up, uh, trained up mean? So, what my definition is, is being disciplined and taught, being corrected and guided, educated and prepared. Okay, speak it again. So, in my definition of being trained up is being disciplined, taught, corrected, to be guided, educated, and prepared. Where did you look that up? I wrote it. You wrote it. I wrote That's it. very important to tell them. That's why I said my definition. Yeah. So, that's very important. Everybody can say my definition, but somebody looked it up. Yeah. So it's very important. You wrote it down yourself. Yes. Yes. I wrote it down myself. That's good. So whenever I read the scripture, the thing that comes to my mind is that my parents don't like to discipline or correct me for fun. Because sometimes I think that, but I know it's not true. No. Um, <laughs> 
I know they want to prepare me for the ministry and everyday life as an adult because I can't run to them for help. And it doesn't feel good in the moment, but I know when I'm older, I probably will tell myself that I probably needed to be corrected and disciplined and spanked a lot more than I was. But just in general. Do you have anything to add on to that? No. No? Okay. Just always think who is watching. When I'm preaching, teaching, and now this is about parents and children, like we have people actually online. We have Stephanie, we have Amanda. Stephanie has children. Amanda has children. Nabria has children. Whoever we're going to watch. So they are really here watching, listening. Mm -hmm. So always when you speak, don't do it as just like engage. Engage with them. Think a moment about them. And their children, maybe they are listening right now, all their children, or they're going to listen later. So don't just read it as you wrote it down and now you read to people, but actually you look into the camera, you see them, you preach to them, you engage with them like they would be here with us right now. Okay? Yes. Yes. Um, My second scripture is, Ephesians 1 through 2. Ephesians 6, 1 through 2. Ephesians 6, 1 and 2. And 2. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise. And I'll just read to verse 3. That it may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. So as children, whenever we get corrected, we see our parents as big, mean people, or some of us do, but they really aren't, and it's because they care about you. They care about if you make a mistake, they don't just push you to the side, like if I just use something from a few days ago. So if I don't immediately do what my mom asked me to, I'm disobeying her or I'm just pushing it off to the side because I don't really care. So because of that, she has to correct me and she has to instruct me. And obviously I don't like it whenever she does it, but I know the reward that it's going to have in the future so that I don't do that same mistake again. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what you are bringing in the scripture with honor Mm -hmm. and you bring that example. So how do you combine the honor with that? Um, Like, obeying is a form of honor, but it also shows your, like, if I didn't do what my mom told me to do right away, it shows her that I don't really care about what she says and it doesn't honor. Can you, can you use another word? Because you use in English, you always don't care, don't care. Can you use a better word? I don't show respect. Uh, yeah, but another word for care. I don't value. Yes, that's a good word. Um, it shows her that I don't value what she said or what she instructed me to do. 
yeah, you don't value that I am actually fulfilling my assignment from God. Yeah. Because I could also not do it. Mm. But I do what I'm supposed to do from the word. So if you don't do what I say in that way, you don't value it. You don't appreciate it. So you don't appreciate the time, the effort I put in. You don't appreciate and value that I actually think about you, organize, lead, instruct. So you don't value that. So you don't appreciate, you don't value. What else could we say? You don't value, appreciate. And that's a form of dishonor. Yeah. And it hurts the parents. Mm -hmm. So the parents have feelings. So it hurts the parents. Yeah. So it's good in that context, honor of obeying. But there was a, a promise in that. Yeah, it says that you may be well, that it may be well with you and that you may live long on, on the earth. Doesn't say the same thing in that. It's a little bit more. Honor, esteem and value as precious your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that all, all may be well with you and that you may live long on the earth. Yeah. So it says that all may be well with you. That means you can have in certain areas that it's well with you if you don't honor but not that all may be well with you if you not honor your parents. So I like that, that all may be well with you mm -hmm. in every area, in body, spirit, soul, material, financial, with everything. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I like that version more yes. than... That all may be well with you. Yes. Yes. It's still what it means to be to be trained up. Yes. So what it means to be trained up. Yes. Okay. And I have another scripture. Yes. For it. And it's back to Proverbs 13, 24. Proverbs 13, 24. Yes. This is Aliyah. I am 10 years old and I'm listening. Have my Bible. Woo! Um, you can read. Okay. It says, He who spits his rod hates his son, but he who loves him dis disciplines him promptly. Are you going to say He who spares his rod of discipline hates his son. But he who loves him disciplines diligently. Wow. Now listen to that amplifier. And punishes him early. Woo! He who spares his rod of discipline hates his son. But he who loves him disciplines diligently and punishes him early. Wow. My goodness. I was not. <sighs> Discipline early. 
well, for a few years. Okay, that was a lot. Um, mm-hmm. So I wrote notes off of the New King James, but not yeah, the Amplified Classic. Just write what you have okay. in your heart, then. So, I know there's kids listening now, so whenever your parents don't discipline you, it says they hate their children. So, I know that from personal thoughts that whenever I got disciplined, I didn't believe this because why would I be disciplined and loved? That was what was going on in my mind. But the more I read the scripture, I understand that the word of God doesn't lie. Yes. And they actually love me because they're disciplining me. Because I would not turn out well if I wasn't disciplined. They want, your parents want you to be successful and and prosperous as an adult because they love you. That's why they discipline you. Do you need to add something to that? Okay, we just go. Okay. Whatever you have in your heart. So by training you up, they are disciplining you. And they're guiding you in the ways of the Lord. So this isn't in my notes, but if your parents guide you in the ways of the Lord, how do I explain this? Um, They'll they'll show you what it looks like to, how do I explain this? It's like I know. The Holy Spirit helps you. (laughs) He helps you. So your parents represent God in your life. They are... Joshua. Mm -hmm. They are in the office of parents so that they need to show you how it's like to be godly. Did I explain that? I'm trying. Um, Don't be too much in your head. Flow out of your heart. Whatever is in your heart. There's nothing wrong and I can add. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So because they represent God in your life, they discipline you because whenever you get into... Whenever you get out of their house, you don't have that covering anymore to carry you you don't have that my mom always tells me this whenever I'm 18 I won't be carried by their faith I have to believe God on my own and that's what they're trying to show you as they're guiding you that's why in my definition of being chained up you're being guided because I don't you just are being guided Mm-hmm. Um, but there is more. There is more just now. You mix yeah. now with faith. One thing is faith. Um, now we talk very practically, especially kids. Yeah. 
especially kids with discipline because you you wrote down your definition is education yeah educate uh-huh educate how to clean your room educate how to clean your stuff how to bring order into your room how to clean up how to do the dishes how to clean up the table why do you think it's important for children to learn and to know how to do that so that they know how to do it whenever they're out of the house yeah because your parents don't do it anymore for you yeah ah that's very important so all these things then then you could oh my father did that my father did finances my mother cleaned my washes my 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 mother washed washed my clothes my mother cooked my mother did this i don't know all i don't know how to do all these things i don't know how to read the bible on my own they always read the bible to me i never learned how to read my bible by my own oh and all these things yeah. so it is in every area brush your teeth don't eat sweet stuff after you brush your teeth. Yeah. Go to bed early that when you wake up in the morning, you are not tired because when you go to school, you actually can be able to receive and learn something. Because if you watch movies until midnight and you get up in the morning, you cannot concentrate in the school and so on. Yeah. There's many, 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 many things because you said your definition is, you know, it's education, it's guidance, it's... It, what else um prepare discipline yeah. taught prepare yes correct yes educate yeah guide. because you say what it means to be trained up yeah so what's the practical things what it means so when you have a title like that and you have all these words discipline taught corrected guided educated prepared so how does these six words look like in a daily basis so when you talk to the children that's why now I, by inspiration, I brought some examples. Yeah. Because you have to actually go into these things because you want to explain what it means to be trained up. So when you come home from school, go through the day, what do I ask? What do I do? You ask how my day was and if I got challenged. Yes. And then you tell me to go take a shower. Yes. And clean my room. Yes. And then you tell me to do my homework. Yes. And help downstairs. Yeah. And set the table. Yes. And then clean the table after it's done. Yeah. Um, which Addie can. Yes. Is there anything? Hello. And then also in that, I'm training you up because you have to be in bed at eight. So what I'm expecting you to do? To initiate being in bed at eight. Yeah, the highest to what that means watch the time. I want you yeah. to watch the time because you have the tendency doing what? To stay up later. Yeah. Or not watch the time? Yes, you not watch the time and you don't care. So that's why there is a parent. Yeah. Because if I would not give you the instruction to do these things, you would hang around until midnight and you would not watch the time and then you would be tired in the morning and then the other things i instruct you is about food what did you eat today for lunch i ate the casserole that you made an apple some velveeta crackers okay that was it what did you have for breakfast i didn't have time to eat breakfast why didn't you have time because i woke up late 
Why did you wake up late? Because I was tired last night. When did you go to bed last night? 8 a.m. Uh-huh. So why are you tired? Because I didn't go to bed at 8. Okay. Nothing else? Are you sleeping when you go up first? Or yeah. are you doing the different thing? I go to sleep whenever I go upstairs. Okay. So what do you think why you are tired and you... Did you hear the alarm? Yes. I heard the alarm. And I then? Shut it off and went back to sleep. Okay. So what does it mean when you are tired? What do you need to do today? I have to go to bed early. Mm-hmm. That's right. Is there another reason why you think you you were tired so much? You didn't hear? I didn't go to bed um, on time the other days. Yes. And it, like, the sleep caught up to me. Yes. That's right. So you have now life. This is life. This is what I normally do. And we didn't have time to, I didn't have time today to all ask all these questions because she came home. And as she said, she went upstairs, taking a shower, getting her room done. I got myself ready so we can do honest hour. So now I found out this morning she didn't have breakfast because she didn't hear the alarm because she was tired. So now I know as a parent, okay. Tonight, I have to help her to be in bed latest at 8 because Irene needs 10 hours sleep. So that's what we figured out. That's something that you as a parent need to find out. Every, every child is different. When I became her mom two years ago, two and a half years ago, I started to find out with her, okay, how much sleep does she actually need until she feels rested? And we did that a few times and we found out it's 10 hours. Yeah. So that's why she goes to bed at eight. She gets up at six. Yes, so she can do her. You didn't do your Bible reading also? You didn't do that this morning? No, but I prayed this morning. Okay, you prayed. That's good. Praise the Lord. Yes, there is mercy and grace. But then we have to adapt and correct. That's what she's explaining. Discipline, teach, guide, educate. And we have to help you to get prepared for your adult life. Yes. Praise the Lord. Okay. Good. What else do you want to add? To what it means to be trained up. What it means to be trained up. Yeah. Um, I didn't really cover prepared. I sort of did, but I didn't. Um. But what you said kind of goes with prepared that you're preparing me to know how to do the dishes and do my laundry. I learned a few months ago, but I learned how to do the laundry and um, you're teaching me how to read the Bible by myself, pray by myself for the day. And that's preparing me for later on. Um, then... We have a big topic. Yeah. Yes. We have a big topic, and the topic is clothes. That's a part of yes. What clothes do you wear? Education. Teaching. Yeah. Um, you taught me a lot not to wear short dresses. Yeah, um, 
if I show it like going above the knee in public <laughs> and then um the topic in general when you talk to the children in general about clothes you we are we are a ministry christian based we represent who jesus okay how do you want to represent him by the way we dress yes so the question is tell talk to them um by the way you dressed so You want to represent God in a way where you don't look like you're wearing rags. Because that's how I looked a lot before. Um, personally, my parents don't let me wear ripped jeans because it doesn't reflect God in a way that we should be reflecting him mm -hmm. i don't yeah. yeah you want to bring honor to him yeah you want to please your daddy in heaven you want to represent him you are an ambassador of jesus christ mm -hmm. so how you what you wear is a part it's not just but it's a part yeah and um like not wearing spaghetti strap shirts well that's more of the girl side but yeah um why do you want why you don't wear that I would just say it shows too much skin, but it doesn't just show too much skin. It also... What's the motive behind why you don't wear it? What do you don't want? That I distract other people. Other people? Well, not other people. Um, Who specifically? Boys. Wow. Okay, now we have a topic. So what does the Bible say about all these things? That we don't provoke anyone. Yeah. You don't want to provoke. Yeah. The men to look you and you don't want to that they fall in sin mm -hmm. so this is not legalistic it's about going back to you the value you carry so you're supposed you to preach to them not me you should know it yeah because you are a leader in the church you are a leader in the kids church so you want to wear things that won't distract um if you're a girl you don't want to wear things that distract boys to look at you and um like you want to wear something that's long like a shirt that's long and um it's not showing your shoulders um And you don't want to wear like. When you speak to them, you have to speak to them like you also have the revelation, and you know why. So that's what that's what they wanna, what we wanna train, train what it means to be trained up. So now I went into the topic close, and you see this is a huge topic. Mm-hmm. That's a part what you said here. Prepare, educate, guide, teach, discipline. And go back to the beginning. Go back to the beginning. What does it say here? And when he is old, he will. What not... does it say? The whole thing. Oh, um, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he sh will not depart from it. Yeah. So that. 
the main scripture you have. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what do you want when you are an adult? That I know how to, like, what to wear, how to act, uh, so that what you taught me whenever I was a child, or what your parents teach you whenever you're a child, that you are an adult and you don't go away from it. Yeah, that's very superficial in context of a life with, with God. What are you? I'm a girl. Yeah, and do you love Jesus? Yeah. What is he for you? He's God. What is he for you? For me, he's someone that I don't want to, like, disrespect or dishonor. When you die today, do you stand in front of your parents? No, I stand in front of Jesus. Okay. Who is Jesus for you? Someone that I don't want to disappoint. Ah, okay. You don't want to disappoint. No. And you said the parents are in the office from God to represent God and train you up that you may not depart from that. Yes, and that you may please who? God. Yes, you want to please God. Do you want that? Yeah. Okay. So that's the question for the children. Because if the children don't really like love Jesus, they don't have a relationship to Jesus, why should I follow all the instruction of the Bible, and I don't care what the Bible says, honor your mother and father, like, I don't care. I don't care about all these things. So it goes back to, why do you have the revelation and you want us now to correct you? You want us to discipline you. Why do you want us that now? So that I don't disappoint God whenever I stand in front of him. Yes, that's one thing. But what else do you want with him? What do you want? You love him. What do you want? I want a good relationship. And what else? Do you have a calling on your life? Are yeah. you called? I want him to use me. And I want to fully... I know how to say it. I just... Look to the people. Okay. Um, do I... you think right now, if we... Dad and I... We just put you on the street right now and you can you just can do whatever you want. You can do that. You can go follow Jesus, walk with Jesus. You know how to pray. You know how to read the Bible. The Lord is your provider anyway. You know how to sow seeds. You, you know, you go. Just go. We want to live by ourselves. You can go. We just take care of Joshua. Go. Can you, can you do it? No. Are you sure? Yeah. I'm not fully like equipped yet. Oh, okay. Now I'm going to speak to them. You are not what? Fully equipped yet. So what does it mean? It means I'm not fully prepared to go out on my own. Okay. Okay. Now we're going back. What it means to, to be trained up. So you have the revelation that it's important that you have parents to teach you. Yeah. Now you want to address the children. You want to speak to the children. It's important for... Because right now we have parents and children watching. Yes. And they don't have the same revelation like you mm -hmm. or like me. 
So what do you want to tell the children right now? What, because you brought that scripture. You prepared all that. What do you want to say to them? What is your altar call? What is your, what do you want to say? That, um... what, or what do you want them to get it? Because you prayed for revelation. What do you want them to get it? I want them to get that as much as they think they are ready, they aren't, and they still have to be trained. They still have to be prepared and disciplined and taught. Okay. Okay. So when you make an altar call right now, people will be here. What altar call would it be? Or do you want to say something to the parents who are watching? Because now they heard all of that. What do you think? Let's say make it differently. You, you always have, when you preach and teach, you have to address the people watching. Mm -hmm. I'm, while I'm teaching, preaching, I'm thinking of mothers and fathers watching. I'm thinking of children. I try to be the child. Okay. The child, I don't want to be trained. I don't want to be disciplined. I don't want to be corrected. And always following my mom and father. Oh, my goodness. So you need to give them a motivation, a, revel a motivation why. Even sometimes it's not easy. What is the benefit of doing it? Ah, what's the benefit? That when you're older, you won't depart from it. You will like, not depart from what? From the teachings that your parents gave you? No, that's not what the scripture says. Read the scripture. So that you don't depart from the ways of the Lord? Yes. The ways that... He should go. Yeah. So God has a plan for everybody. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And the parents are here to prepare the children that they will be able to walk in God's plan in every area of their life. So, what's the benefit if you are listening to your parents? That you'll go in the way you should go whenever you're older and yes. you don't have them around. Yes, but do you also have a benefit right now? Because you were reading Ephesians. Yeah, you'll have... It says, all will be well with you. Mm -hmm. Like, we already taught that a while ago with... Mm -hmm. The benefit, I would like to bless you. I would like to do things for you, but I can't because you are disobedient. So if yeah. you are obedient, what happened? You'll get blessed and rewarded. Yeah, you're rewarded. And you will have a little bit a better life. But yeah. If you constantly rebel against your parents, if you constantly show an attitude, oh, I don't want to do that, I want to do that. The parents don't feel to bless you. But if the parents can see you actually doing what they tell you, and they do actually that not even be, not even, they don't do it because they really want to do it, because they are assigned to do it. God wants them to do it. Yeah. So I have an assignment from God when I'm speaking to a child right now, and I will be your mama, or you, yeah, I will be your mama. The Bible says to me as a mother, that I should raise the child, my child in the ways of the Lord. So that's a huge responsibility. And I know that word is already not, most children don't understand the word responsibility. That's, you understand it when you are an adult, what it means, really. But 
so it's my assignment from God. So I am, I cannot say, okay, Irene, you know, she's not really listening and I'm so tired. I'm so frustrated with her anyway, because every, every week I have to send the same thing every day. I have to ask and ask, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you do that? Oh, you know what? I don't like to do, she can do whatever she wants. Then I have no conflict. Then I have no stress. Praise the Lord. I'm going to watch TV and I go outside for a walk or I go and do my nails and you know, she can do whatever she wants. I don't care. If I do that, that I'm not fulfilling what God wants me to do. And you know, mothers and fathers, they also have a soul. They would like to do things. They want to be happy too and have a wonderful life. So we do what God has called us to do, to train and discipline and prepare and guide and teach and correct. And these things are not so interesting. They also often, they are not so fun. But what she read, the Bible says it's love. If I don't do it as a mom, I don't love Irene. If I would not correct her, if I would not discipline her, if I not teach her, if I don't prepare her, then it's not love. Then it says I'm, I don't love her. So you have to understand as a child, it's for a parent, it's, it's an assignment from God. And it's also not so easy. We need God's grace. We pray every day, my husband and I, Irene's dad and me. We pray every morning together. Dear Heavenly Father, please give us wisdom in raising Irene, in raising Joshua. Show us how to love them. Show us how to correct. Show us how to encourage. Show us how to discipline. Show us how to prepare them. That's what we pray every morning. So then we need grace to do that. So for you as a child, you have to understand, if you think you know it better, I can tell you I was a child too. And you don't. And you will find it out when you are an adult. Mm -hmm. You will find it out when your parents are not doing everything for you. And I know that sounds, oh, this is what my parents tell me all the time. But it's the truth. Okay. Because I was a child. And I was very rebellious as a child. Later, in my teenage years. I had a very, very tough father who was very disciplined. He disciplined us very tough. So, but when I look back, thank you, Jesus. Because when I was an adult, I was very overwhelmed with life. And there was a moment in my life I wished, even I had not, I had challenges at home. I wished I can go back home. You know why? Because I was overwhelmed with making decisions in my life. So many things I have to make my decision now. And before my parents made the decision, who pays the bills, the rent, goes the insurance for the car and the house, and that we have light and power and food and pays and goes and organizes. And my goodness, I was overwhelmed as an adult when I left my house. So... The parents, they don't want you to be overwhelmed. They want to discipline you, teach you, prepare you now that when you leave the house, you know how to live life in a way that is godly. Or you can say, make it easier. The parents want to teach you 
the ways of the Lord in every area of your life. If it's about going to bed, getting up, what to eat, what to wear, go to church, read the Bible, all these things. They are teaching you these things that when you are an adult and you can make your own decision, that you will know how to follow God and you will never miss the blessing. I would, I would quote it this that way that you will never miss the blessing. They will help you. The parents will help you. They want to help you to raise you so that when you are an adult, you will not miss God's blessing. You will know how to listen to the voice of the Lord. You know how to make decisions according to the word of God. You know how to discipline yourself, when to get up, when to friend in your life. So many things. We can talk a lot. So I want to encourage parents, you know, welcome in the club of parenthood. And I'm speaking to myself because I am married since two and a half years and I became a stepmom to Irene. And now I have a close to one year old baby boy. Welcome. So I was a soccer coach for many years of children and I learned a lot with them, but it's still not the same if you are 24 hours around them and you have to make decisions for them constantly. It's actually an amazing responsibility and a huge calling from God to be parents. And God will gonna reward us parents when we do it according to the Bible. And we're gonna see the fruit. Praise the Lord. Yes. Parents do everything in love. Yes, Nabria. Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> we are supposed to do everything in love. Yes. You don't get to be Zach and Cody from this. What is that? Sweet life. Because you, it's an American show. Okay. <laughs> because of all strength. Yes. That is true, Dad. That is very true. Yes. I'm thankful for... My father, even he was not a born-again Christian, he disciplined and he taught. He was a very authoritative person. And I can see today, because I had that, now with being born again, spirit-filled, having the word of God, together with these two teachings or how I'm raised, it helps me to, to teach Irene and Joshua. So thank God for my father, my mother, and the Bible, and God. <laughs> you want to speak to the children a last word, or you want to make an altar call if somebody's watching who doesn't know Jesus? Yeah, whatever is on your heart. Okay. The Lord. So, if you're watching today, and maybe you just jumped on because you saw a girl and her mom and you wondered oh what's this about and then you didn't turn it off and you've never heard that jesus loves you and that he has a wonderful plan for your life or maybe you have given your life to the lord once and um, you aren't on fire anymore and you aren't winning souls or you just lost your passion to follow God 
Or maybe the devil's been lying to you and he's telling you that you aren't really saved and that you won't really go to heaven. I want you to make sure that you know that you know that you're going to go to heaven and that you can stand in front of Jesus one day and you'll say, I did everything that you called me to do and I did all the work you had for me to do. So if you would, if you're in one of those three categories, I would like you to pray this simple prayer with me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, Dear Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. Forgive me of my sins. Wash me. Wash me. And cleanse me. Cleanse me. Set me free. Set me free. Jesus. Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For dying for me. For dying for me. I believe. I believe. That you died on the cross. That you died on the cross. And that you rose again. That you rose again. For me. For me. Fill me. Fill me. With your Holy Spirit. With your Holy Spirit. Give me a hunger for the things of God. Give me a hunger for the things of God. A passion for the lost. A passion for the lost. And a holy boldness. And a holy boldness. To preach the gospel. To preach the gospel. Of Jesus Christ. Of Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I'm saved. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. And I'm on my way to heaven. And I'm on my way to heaven. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Because I have Jesus in my heart. Amen. Amen. Great. Hallelujah. If you said this prayer, yes. um, you can type it in the comments that you just got saved or go to truthrevivalnow.com and you can get more information there. Yes, or you can send us an email at mary at truthrevivalnow.com. Right, husband? Mary at truthrevivalnow.com yes 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 happening with Joshua if you would like to sow a seed Mm -hmm. it it, you can sow a seed on PayPal or cash app at truthrevival I'm pretty sure that's what that is or you can become a partner ooh here we go that's a new one. Sarah made. You can become a partner. Make a kingdom Make impact. A partner today, yes. At truthrevivalnow.com forward slash partner. Yes. How can we pray for you? Send us an email. Let us know how we can pray for you. Then the next time, especially with Irene, we're going to have the prayer requests and we are praying for you. Yes. Yes. But we are praying for you anyway before that. (laughs) So you send us the prayer request and we pray for you. And we pray for you. We don't, we just don't say it. We do it. So we are excited to hear your prayer requests and we can pray for you your family if you are a parent challenges to children send us if you are a child you have challenges with your parents <laughs> send us an email or to tell your parents can i send truth revival honest hour an email so irene can see my challenges i have with you mama <laughs> 
Yes, we love each other. We help each other. We when? support each other. That's why we are here. When is when? the next time you will be alive? Yes, that's a good question. That is a very good question. It's normally once a month. Yes. And yeah, it's once a month. On Thursday. On Thursday. It's always Thursday, 4 p.m. to 5 p.m. once a month. So we cannot tell you yet when it will be, but if you follow us on Instagram, Facebook, um, you will see. Yeah. We announce it ahead of time. And um, yeah, then there are some honest hour, Nabria, on uh, YouTube. You can go back. There are how many? Uh, totally five. I think you said. Is this five? five? I'm not very sure because I usually have it in my calendar and it wasn't. It's four. either four or five. Yes, you can go back and see all the the honest hour yeah. we had. Yes. And then if you have questions, you also can send us emails. Let us know. Because if you, with your questions, we can, we can prepare, Irene can prepare certain topics. And then she addresses that question. Or if whatever the question will be, we can talk about before and I can help her or I can go in certain direction. We want to help you to have a blessed family life. Praise the Lord. That's our goal. Yes. Yes. And yes. A podcast. Yes. Truth Revival Podcast. We will be posting audio on Truth Revival Podcast. Yes. So you can drive in the car and listen. Yeah, it's coming. It's coming. We are doing our best to get more excellent in every area. We're going to round up. Do you finish or I finish? I finish. Okay, let's pray. Father, I thank you for everybody watching, all the children, all the parents, or even people who are not parents yet. I thank you, Lord, for everybody who was watching. We trust you, Lord, that there were there was a word, if it's just a sentence or one word or a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge that came to their heart, that impacted them today. I thank you, Father, that people who love you want to do what you tell them to do and i thank you father they want to follow your word and i ask you to give them a hunger for your word as a family that they read the bible together or they read the word together they pray together father i thank you for a hunger in their families in their heart father i thank you for restoration family i thank you for restoration in the hearts of children restoration in the hearts of parents in the name of jesus and we give you all the praise and all the glory. In Jesus' name. Amen. And we see you soon. See you next Monday. With time to pray with Mary Malone. Bye. Bye-bye.